We live, we live. What's going on? It's your boy Mikey. Can we keep it real podcast? How are we doing tonight? You know, another special longtime guest. You know, he's always on, you know. Um, good, good friend of the program. Some of you football coaches will definitely recognize him this season. Uh, he'll be in his black and white, not to be confused with uh with an inmate or a convict, because they don't even wear stripes around here. Um Emerson, what's up? Mike, how are you? All right, not bad. You know, um, can't wait for football season. You know, I'm yeah. just... I hear that. You know, how you definitely been? Interesting this year. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be very, very interesting. The schedule, I can't wait till all the schedules come out. I'm hearing some teams are actually starting to, you know, put the schedules together. Um... We'll definitely have them pretty soon. But I want to thank the people that help us make this possible. If you get a chance, go check out rallypointmensministries.org. Pick up Pastor Pennington's book, Coach Pennington, Through the Smoker, What Barbecue Can Teach You About How, how God Prepares a Man. And I know Wes is going to be on this week, I believe, um, over on Voice Sports. He's going to be talking to them about the book, um, the professor over there. So salute to... Um, Coach Pennington on the book. And also he was able to come up with raise enough funds to bring 100 copies of this book to the Rhode Island ACI to give the guys up there something to read. Um, you know, and shout out to Mr. Pennington for doing that. And, and uh, I got something else that I seen about the big bad coach Pennington. Um, here we go. He was recently honored for a 2022 NFTSA Public Service Award, one of only 11 awardees. Wes Pennington was recognized for his work in training other police officers about implicit bias and instilling the goal of zero crash fatality. So congratulations to Coach Pennington on that. Well-deserved. Yeah, you know, Co- Co- Coach Pennington is not only a great coach, but he's just a great man. And you know, you know, as I said before, I I I know him outside of the world of football. And you know, it's funny how that outside world is is reflective of what he does in football. So, um, you know, he, he he's he's a great man. You know, he's a great asset to the the football community of Rhode Island. And you know, I I, I, I I wish him the best this upcoming season. But I mean, he's just a you know he, he's just a good person and you know good man of the God, and you know you know I mean good great for him for you know you know giving books to the inmates at ACI who truly can use that type of guidance. So um, again, that just goes to show you what type of man he is. So you know, shout out to Coach West. Um, you know, and uh, continued success both on and off the field. And again, if you want to get this book, you could either get it on Amazon or um, I think we'd rather you go to rallypointmensministries.org. Um, Felix has the book. My buddy, um, the professor, has the book. And he said it's really not a long book. You, you know, it's um, it's pretty short, but it's pretty detailed. And, um, you know, it's great how you can compare barbecue into becoming a man, Emerson. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually interested to see uh, his perspective on that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I obviously do some barbecuing myself, so I'm definitely interested to see how that, how, how those intersect, and how he puts it in his book. So 
you know, definitely be picking that up um, in the near future. And I want to tell everybody, May 29th, you get out to the Fed Hill Cookout. It's going to be Lincoln Woods Field A and B. This started off in the backyard of South Providence, and it basically brings a lot of people together that maybe lost people along the years, gives family a time to get together. And what started off is five or six friends in the backyard of South Providence turned into over five, 600 people that actually attend. Great, great place for the kids. Never an argument ever there. Um, you know, so definitely get out there May 29th if you're going to be in the area. Everything's free. Bounce houses, cotton candy, DJs, barbers. Um, yeah, so it's going to be Lincoln Woods, Fed Hill, Memorial Day cookout May 29th. Um, how's your day, Emerson? Good? It's been good. It's been long. Um, it was started today around uh, 8, 8.45 in the gym, and I'm literally just finishing up now. So got a few minutes, you know, when to, you know, talk with you, and then I'll be heading home. So, nice. but yeah, it's been a long day. What do you think? This is a sport, right? I mean, there's slapping competitions. <laughs> I mean, Will Smith, um, what do you think? So, um, so you think let, 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 let me be very honest with you, Mike. First of all, I, 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 I truly think Will Smith is with a toxic woman. Um, I, I think that that's overlooked through all of this here, all, all of this nonsense. I, I made a comment on, on my Facebook about this and, you know, being, you know, joking, obviously, but you know, in the reality situation, Will Smith is with a woman that is absolutely toxic for him, and you know he needs to let her go. Um, this is this is like nonsense. Like you're you're sitting here, def like in my personal opinion, you're sitting here defending a woman that has stepped on you, regardless of the situation, and like it just you know makes you, you know, makes you less of a man. Like the the toxicity of that is is, is ridiculous. But I mean, unfortunately, he puts up with it. And for all this to happen, um, you know, and for him to start yelling the way he was, you know, keep my wife's name out your mouth. Um, that's the rated G version of it. Um, honestly, this really goes to show you how how bad things are there. Like he's he's a mess. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, 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 I'm not really feeling all that. To be honest, with you. like I, I, again, I, I love the fact that everyone's like tearing it tearing this up on on online you know as i say the internet is still undefeated i mean they, they've been going to town on will smith and rightfully so i mean I, you know even if you have an issue with it like first of all i would I, personally i would think that the gi jane comment is actually a compliment because to me it's like you know what you know for in that situation a woman that has to do all that you know and, and i mean i don't know if folks saw the movie but you know, you know, with, with Demi Moore and that, but, you know, I mean, she did a lot of stuff with the, you know, which I would think would be empowering. I would think that, I know he was trying to make it a joke, but honestly, I would look at it as a compliment because honestly, you know, the the picture of G.I. James, that's a really tough woman and she dealt with a lot of stuff and got through it. So, I mean, that's just my perspective. I mean, people can take it any way they want, but, you know, to me, I wouldn't have thought that would have been a, 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 a you know, a, a, a joke or, or, or anything of disrespect. And yes, I know they're talking about, you know, I know Chris Rock was talking about, you know, her, her bald head and obviously she has alopecia and, you know, that's nothing to laugh at. But, you know, again, you know, you, you, you got to have tougher skin. I mean, he's a comedian. I mean, literally comedians make their money making fun of people. <laughs> like that's what they do. Like that's why Saturday Night Live has been, been, you know, up and going for so long and all these comedians do what they do. Like you, you, you can't have such thin skin 
and especially being the world of entertainment, like, come on, like people are coming at your neck all the time. You know I mean, that is, it's, it's ridiculous. But like I said, it is what it is. Um, you know, I think it was a little bit childish and, you know, it, you know, it, it is what it is with it. But, you know, the, the Internet is, is ripping him apart, rightfully so. I think what happened is when she looked at him, he got that look that said Tupac would have said something. And then, <laughs> and, and then at that point, hold on. At that point, he wasn't slapping Chris Rock. He was slapping everybody over the last couple of years, over the last year, that's been allowed to play with his name, allowed right. to laugh at his marriage, every meme, every opportunity to publicly make him look like a fool. And I think he snapped. And when she looked at him, because she didn't look too happy, and he <laughs> knew, you better handle this or I'm going to handle you. Um you know, disrespecting their marriage and making Will have to defend that. And I think he figured, I can take this guy. Um, I don't even think he cared where he was at the on time. And I think he has a problem. And I think someone pressed that button. And, um, I mean, he can't slap Jada and he can't slap every person. But I think he was slapping every person for the last year that, that humiliated him. Well, I'll, I'll take it a step further. His marriage really, really isn't worth defending. To be completely honest with you, I mean, what, 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 what do they have? I mean, he's been ripped apart over the past what year and a half, two years after all that went down. And you know, I know he does his stuff too. And if that's what they want to do, that's fine. I mean, you know, you know, I know, you know, I know and hear all the time people in open, open marriages, open relationships. And that's fine if that's they want if, if if that's what they want to do, but you know, the, to me, there's more to. I don't care if you're in an open relationship or not. You're still a man, and the the stuff you see and you know how things were and are with them is just not like you know. Is it, to me, it's just not right. Like I, I really think that Jada Pinkett is just a a, a toxic woman, and you know, I I think ultimately, I think will. Will's a really nice guy and got sucked into all this toxicity. And, you know, we're, we're seeing the residuals of all this now. I mean, you know, it, it's not, I don't know. I, I, to me, I just think that, you know, it, it is, this, this is way too much. And honestly, I, I really think he needs help. I, I really do. I really think he needs to get some type of professional help and kind of wean his way off of a data picket because it's, it, it's, it's, it's too much for him. And, you know, I mean, any man, I mean, it's not just him. I mean, there, there are plenty of men that are in toxic, you know, toxic relationships with toxic women. And, you know, as, as much as, you know, the media glorifies, oh, it's always a man that's toxic, stuff like that. It's not the case. And this is a definite, you know, you're definitely seeing it here with how toxic a woman could be with, with, with Jada Pinkett and, and Will Smith. So, um, but again, you know, let them handle their business. You know, I wish them well, but this has all been crazy. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I was I was looking up some of the records, you know, and I was and I went back like all the way to the beginning of 1932, as far as it goes back with Bishop Hendrickson, LaSalle. Um, and I was trying, and I was actually looking at all the divisions to see if we ever had a fourteen division and um <laughs> yeah not by the way <laughs> um and i didn't want to try to bring that up tonight um and i went all the way back you know um and i found a couple things in, interesting you know so then i start seeing bishop hendrick and then i start writing down 
all their wins and losses. And I didn't go all the way back to 32, but I did go back to 95. And it was pretty shocking to see that Hendrickens from 95 until now, they won 116 football games. Yep. And, 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 32. So, I mean, they're, 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 they've always been traditionally a, a football power in the state. I mean, I know, um, I mean, obviously I know that, you know, way back when I used to coach LaSalle and, um, you know, and, and I know the two years that we were there, uh, that I was there, excuse me, that we had beaten them. Um, they weren't in the running. I mean, we we had gone, we went to the Super Bowl that year. Uh, we played Cranston West the first year I was there and we lost. And then we played Barrington the second year there and we lost. But, um, yeah, they weren't really in the running for the the championship back then. That was 04 and 05. Um, but I know, I mean, everyone knows, you know, if, 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 if you play now 95, ironically, that was my last year of playing football, um, in, in, for, for Rhode Island. That was my, that was my senior season. Um, and, you know, I, I know that, um, you know, they, they had a very, they had a successful team that year, I believe. Um, you know, I, I actually believe, I think that was, I think Coach Croft played for that team, I believe. Um, or maybe it was a year before. I think Coach Cross maybe have a year or so. I mean, I don't, I don't know. But but anyway, but yeah, right. Hendrick has always been a successful team. So I mean that 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 goes without saying. Um, they've always been in the state title hunt pretty much every year. And I mean, I know there were some exceptions. Um, you know, I I believe East Providence had a decent run. I know. Um, you know, I, I know LaSalle has beaten them. Um, I think once or twice within um, that 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 time during that streak, I think uh, they broke it there at least once or twice, I believe, um, you know, they, they, they've had some, you know, they've definitely, you know, they definitely had some losses, but, you know, they always come back and, you know, are, 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 are better and stronger than the previous year and they come back swinging. So, I mean, it's a credit to them for doing what they do, but yeah, I know, um, you know, I, I think that's probably extremely accurate. You know, I, I think that, you know, their, their win-loss over the past years has been, you know, phenomenal. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you look back, I think their worst season was 2003 when they finished 2-6 and six, um, on the year, you know. Um, besides that, well, they had, it says 2008, 3-5 as well. Um, 2009, they finished 6-2. and two. Um, mm -hmm. And even LaSalle had a lot of success. I think there were about 121 from 95 until right now. Right. So, I mean, that's very good success. And But they're not going the way you definitely have to play them. So, I mean, you might as well try to play them um, and get them out the way because that's the only, you know, I think out of the last 12, 13 years, they have won 12 out of 13 championships right i mean very, they, they, very great program no i mean they, they they get it done and again i mean folks can argue about what they do and how they do and you know I, I never get into that but you know at the end of the day you know they win championships and you can't deny that you know i i think that you know to me you know we've talked before and i'll definitely say it live here that you know this whole thing with this 14 you know top division is absolutely laughable. I mean, if I'm any of these coaches, any of them, anyone that decided to go to division two, okay. I'd be like, you know what? I'm giving Hendrickson my absolute best shot. And again, I don't care if it's a blowout. I don't care if, Hey, you're the best team. Okay. It is what it is. 
you know, it, it, it's it's it, it's sad. That, that's really a, a better way to put it. It's sad that you know folks are talking about, oh, I want to win the championship. I have no chance of doing it. I'm going to go down the division. I don't know. How about you build your program up? How about you do more than what you're doing right now? You know, there, 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 there's things that you can do. You know, you can work with these, you know, these, these youth programs. You know, you can offer, you know, different things. And that doesn't even register with these guys. It's just like, you know what? We can't do it. We're going to go down a division and, 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 and try to win a championship there. Um, you know, I, I, I give tons of credit to, um, you know, Coach Washington and Coach Dempsey at, you know, in, in Central and North Kingston, respectively, because they ain't ducking. <laughs> They're like, you know what? Hendrick and LaSalle, bring it. You know, you know, we, we don't care. Yep, you guys have been in the state championship for the past God knows how many years. It is what it is. Okay. I'm gonna give you my absolute best shot. Okay. And I've been on them teams. I've been on those teams. I've you know, you know, my, my days of playing at Syracuse where we were the top dog in the conference. And you know what? Our head coaches say that, like, don't ever underestimate any team because they're gonna give us their absolute best shot. And they did. I mean, granted, yes, at the time we had a lot of talent and, you know, regardless of what their best shot was, we beat them. But they gave us their all. And that's all you can ask for out of your kids. And unfortunately, you know, that's not what's happening in Rhode Island. And it's sad because, again, it's like Rhode Island takes three steps forward and now it's taking five steps back. It's, like, it's, it's just embarrassing. I mean, it really is. You know, you know, I, I talk to guys outside of New England, you know, about this stuff and, and like they, they laugh at it it's like you know they're, they're scoffing like you know what a joke and they're right and what can i say i can't i can't defend this well, what the heck am i gonna say you know I, I give props to the two coaches that are staying in there you know and, and are gonna face you know hendrick and, La, and lasalle and they're gonna give it their best shot but you know what the other coaches could do this too you know i you know i i love the way you put it you know the division two protection program that is by far the best thing ever you know, that, that that by far is exactly what's going on right now. And again, I know a lot of those coaches and, and, it's, and it's no disrespect to them, but I would expect more from these, you know, you know, traditional division one uh, schools that, you know, they're like, you know, what, OK, you know, we're, we're going to give it our best shot. We're going to do everything we possibly can. And, and that would be that. But unfortunately, you know, they decided to go this route. And, you know, th this is this is literally just an embarrassment. There's, no, there's nothing else to be said. And like I said, you know, they had every chance to opt up, you know, so it's not like, they, oh, we, you know, couldn't do that. And Coach Washington, if you haven't heard it, go back and check out the Coach Washington episode. Great, great episode, which I was even surprised to see Eric Rube actually like it. And I was like, wow, he actually liked one of my um, posts. And that was just rare. Um, I think that I might be able I got to see if I could get at that as an NFT. Um, because that's rare. It's a first time occurrence, so I might be able to get an NFT. I gotta, you know, chop it up with Snoop Dogg. Um, <laughs> oh man, but yeah, salute to Mike Washington and go back and check out that episode. And, and like he said, this is my first year, it's my first realignment, it's my first, you know, yeah, coaching, it's my first experience. I didn't see anybody trying to guide me or tell me, you know, and, and what's so bad about opting up? He And he said, why should have I opted down? You should have opted up. Right. And salute to him, salute to NK. And I said the other day that NK did not do its due diligence and 
Coach Dempsey came on and he was in the comment section and he said, no, I did my due diligence. I tried to vote against it every time it came up. But Coach Washington came on. He wanted to be the first coach to speak about the alignment. Mm-hmm. And he was just speaking his truth. He was just speaking the truth. And he made a good point about the inner city schools and how important it is to push your kids to play the best. He said, because we're in an environment where the love is not reciprocated back to these kids. You know, they live in a place that don't love them back. So it's important to push them to be the best that they could be. And I understand exactly where he's coming from. So salute to uh, Coach Washington. But from five, six, seven, eight, you know, going up, like there's no reason Portsmouth could not be in there. There's no reason some of them teams could not be in Division One, except you're trying to go to Division Two and win an easy championship. Not an easy championship. I won't say an easy championship, but an easier championship. You don't have to play Bishop Hendrick in La South for the title. Well, to be honest with you, for the for the guys that are in Division Two, I mean, you know, you got you know you, you got Westerly, you know, you got a couple of really good teams there. Um, I would kind of take that as an insult, like yeah. oh. You know, like, oh, we're going to Division Two. We're going to just dominate Division Two, you know, because we're coming down from Division One. Um, yeah, I, I would be, you know, the 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 teams that are up and coming, um, in in Division Two or are doing well in Division Two right now. Yeah, I, I would I, I would take a little bit of offense to that. I'd be like, hey, you know what? These guys think they're going to come down here because they're, you know, Division One teams and come down here and mop us up. I I, I would, you know. I, I would I would kind of think again. I, I would think that, you know, a lot of these teams are, you know, I would say have put a target on their back. You know, these Division One teams moving down. I mean, I really think that, you know, I mean, again, I, I don't uh, – is St. Ray's is still in Division Two, correct? Yeah, St. Ray's is still in Division Two, right. You got St. Ray's, you got you got Westerly, you got – oh, no, I almost said you had Costco. Um, <laughs> had to do it. St. Ray's, you have Westerly, which Westerly is returning a lot of, you know, they're bringing their quarterback, you know, Lance Williams coming back, Zach Tuck's coming back. St. Ray's, you still have Moses Muse over there, yep. which is playing very well with Breakthrough right yep. now. And speaking of Breakthrough, congratulations on bringing back the championship, the Washington, D.C. High School Championship. And that must have been big because there was a lot of Washington teams there. So salute to him. And not only that, yeah. the age group below also almost brought back a championship. So Breakthrough would have been bringing back two championships. So salute wow. to them for that. We'll talk to Coach Dunbar this week, maybe tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But um, salute to him. Uh, Marcus Buchanan made his Breakthrough debut. And I knew Pylon 7-on-7, seven seven, Marcus Buchanan was going to be a handful on a 40-yard field. Right. right. So. You know what I mean? Like, very, very fast. Um, one of Michael Washington's uh, running backs actually started his breakthrough debut as well. So, um, Coach Nod was doing his thing down in Jersey. Um, you know, he said – and Coach Dunbar, Coach Nod, Nadim made a great, great point. He said, when we go out of state and we play the talent – we see how much different it is. These tournaments are not easy by your imagination. Um, right. Where Coach Dunbar just went down in Springfield, Virginia. Um, shout out to my guys down there, Samson, the bad guy. He'll be on Voice Sports tomorrow. But they had the best of the best at that pylon 7-on-7 <laughs> seven seven tournament. 
and so mm-hmm. did New Jersey this weekend. So behind the pads and breakthrough, they did what they had to do. Um, went out mm-hmm. there. Coach Dunbar brings back a championship. Congratulations, Coach. And, again, shout out to both of them programs for, you know, showcasing, you know, the, the, the talent in this state. I mean, you know, we, we, we do have a long way to go. And, honestly, this situation with this realignment doesn't help. But, I mean, for these kids to be going out to these different areas and doing well, you know, you're bringing hardware back. I mean, for a, a state that, you know, everyone says that doesn't have talent and stuff like that, and you're bringing hardware back, we're getting stuff done, we're getting kids out. I mean, that's what this state needs. And I'm, and I'm glad I'm glad those two gentlemen are doing what they're doing. You know, re- regardless of, you know, what people think about us, we have, you know, two organizations that are representing what we truly have and in, in getting it done. So, again, you know, great job by those guys. Um, you know, keep up the good work. I really think they're – you know, they're doing good things and, you know, um, you know, the future is getting brighter and brighter when it comes to that aspect here. But we just got to get our <laughs> we got to get our our, our our home situation squared away, you know, with, uh, you know, a, a 14 division one. But, you know, shout out to them guys for doing what they're doing. Yeah, definitely. It definitely it is embarrassing. Um, And it, it, it just it definitely made it so much harder for division two now. Um. It made it a lot harder for Coach Dunbar. It made it a lot harder for Coach Sasso over there at St. Ray's. It made it a lot harder for for Barrington. Um, you know, for teams that were in Division Two, <clears throat> poor Mount Pleasant over there, they're looking like a D1 sandwich. Um, <laughs> they were abandoned in their, their division. Like, everyone else got up and moved out of town. Poor Jay Addison is left there by himself. You know, and now he's surrounded with D one, D one teams. Well, yeah. Again, I think that uh, you know Jay Addison will obviously respond to the challenge. Um, I know it's. Uh, I mean, I know it's going to be a tough road for him, but you know, Mount Pleasant's always been one of those scrappy teams. You know, it doesn't matter how many guys they got in the field; they're going to get something accomplished, and that's really what you know folks should watch out for this year. Um, you know, I don't really know too much about them. Obviously, I know I do know Jay, but you know, I you know I I know how Mount Pleasant goes. You know, year in and year out here, they always got some tough kids doing some good things. So, um, you know, they they again, you know, like I said, a lot of these Division One teams might they might be in for a big big surprise here. You know, they're not just gonna walk in Division Two and just you know kind of mop things up. Like you're gonna have some really good teams. And again, I'm very interested to see. These these teams that you know that were in Division Two, you know, I must I, I would love to see how they respond. You know, honestly, again, you know, I kind of take it as what I said before. Like, okay, I'm now playing uh, a, a Division One team that came down here to Division Two. I'm gonna give it my absolute best shot, and I think honestly, you know, there's gonna be some surprises next year. You know, and I think honestly, Westerly, um, Saint Ray's um, are, 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 are gonna turn some heads a little bit and I'm very interested to see how that all plays out because um, you know if if folks are like oh we're going down to Division 2 to win a championship then all of a sudden these Division 2 teams are like nah that's not going to happen you know I'm, I'm interested to see how that goes and, and again I mean look at you know another team too you got to look at one socket I mean there's a lot of different teams right now that you know are going to be you know that that team the, the beat you know coming up and like I said I'm definitely interested to see how things play out that's right, you know. Shout out, Coach Fulton, 401 Football. Shout out, Coach 
Najee Barrows, you know, the line coach up there in Westville, he said it, it will make us all better. Um, great job, fellas. Way to rep the 401. That's right. Because um, it is about making Rhode Island football better. And I know at times people think that I'm being negative at times or, or when I when I make my little cartoon jokes at, at people, you know, and I, I think it's well-deserving. But um, <laughs> and people think I'm being negative, and I think, no, I'm just trying to let people know you, you step out of line, we're going to tax that ass. You know what I mean? No, like, yeah, I, 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 I think that... To and stay 10 toes down, man. Walk like a man and don't do devious stuff. Again, I, I, I think this platform serves as a, an, an outlet for folks to to really see what's going on here. Because, again, I mean, you definitely get the, you know, you definitely get the stories. And obviously the stories come out here like this with the um, with the uh, with the alignment, stuff like that. But, I mean, I, I, I think it's good that we have, you know, and, and not just, you know, all, all coaches, players and everyone you bring on here is, you know, is good. It's like, you know, this is something that we need. You know what I mean? Something that's unbiased and, I mean, you don't have a skin in the game and a lot of stuff, you, you report it. And that's what we need. We need to see the actual truth here. We need to see what people are doing or what they're perceived to be doing. You know, and we can make our own judgment and go from there. You know, but this is something that's needed. And again, I mean, you know, the stuff that you've talked about on here, I mean, especially with this, I mean, this this whole this whole realignment is just stupid. I mean, this is let's just be honest here. This, this is just dumb. You know, there's absolutely no. But again, I I am definitely looking forward to teams like Westerly, teams like St. Ray's playing against these you know teams that are coming down from Division One. I'm really interested to see how that plays out because honestly, I think, like I said, I I really think that those teams are gonna gonna shock a few teams that that have come down here, and you know, and 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 and, and really kind of you know set the you know set the tone for a lot of the the upper you know the upper teams in Division Two. Um, you know, I, I really think things are going to happen like that, you know, coming up this year. It's not going to be a cakewalk. I mean, Division Two for the last few years, go back to like 2018, 2019. Moses Brown, Westerly, Tristan Toronto, one socket. After one socket, Westerly beat them 61 nothing. One socket went on a tear and just started like just beating everybody through the division. It came down Burrowville. Westerly and one socket and you know Charlie Bebo and then the following year again you know great great division on um, that division two was tough Stanley Dunbar was over in Coventry rookie year um handled his well you know handled himself well I was pretty critical of him but um you know he that was a tough tough division coach Ferraro up in Boroughville um East Greenwich was very very good Lincoln had a great defense back then so I mean I'm getting hyped. I'm ready to go back and watch some game film. <laughs> no, but it's, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how things play out. And honestly, I'm kind of excited for the season because, again, you know, I'm, I'm, unfortunately, I'm not really excited for Division One, but honestly, Division Two and Division Three, um, I'm very interested to see, um, you know, what what plays out there because it, it's you know that that's going to that's obviously our our competitive divisions now. And you know, what was it? Twelve teams and sixteen teams. I, I, I'm I'm very interested to see how this plays out. And again, the same thing's going to be said in Division Three. Um, you know, obviously you have a couple guys, you know, a couple teams moving down there now. I'm I'm definitely interested to see how that works. Um, Division Three is definitely going to be interesting. You know, you're going to have Classical down there. You're going to have Tolman down there 
Um, Carahoe's moving up from four. Narragansett's there. Wes Warwick's coming, and and Wes Warwick has been training, working hard. Um, good team from last year. They sent Madeiras. Um, is going on to play at, at UMass Dartmouth, but um, oh, good. Louis Rossi's that's somebody in West Warwick that you should keep an eye on. You know, Coach Pennington, I think, is going to do a great job over in West Warwick, and I think he's going to be competing Division Three, and he's going to make the playoffs. Um, but that Division Three is not going to be a cakewalk either. No, it's not because one thing you got to realize you have. You know, I know Classical's moving down there, so you have the the Division Two champion, and then you have the Division Four champion, Ponagansett, moving up. So, I mean, you have some solid teams. And on top of all the rest of the teams that are there, I mean, you, you look at, you know, um, what was it Narragansett there? Pilgrim. I mean, there's a lot of good teams at Division Three. And you um, got the Division Three champion. You got three division champions from last right. season in Division Three. Right. So, and again, obviously, and, and again, we, we have to be, we have to be real here. Like, obviously, I know graduation does affect teams. Um, I don't know how it's going to affect all those team, all those top teams that were in Division Three before um, these other teams from Division Two moved down. But, you know, I, I know some teams rebuild and some teams get even stronger. So I don't know how that's going to play out. But, I mean, I, I really think, you know, it, it, it is going to be interesting. You know, it is definitely going to be something to watch in Division Three. And you know, as much as folks are talking about Division One, Division Two, I think the the focus should be on Division Three, like you said, with three of the you know previous year state champs now in that division. You know, I, I think it's going to be a really interesting year for for all of them. You know, again, it's going to be good to see how it plays out. Like, you know, I I think that's a really the exciting part. I think, you know, Division One kind of, eh, whatever, you know, kind of is what it is with them. You know, you know however that plays out, um, it plays out. But I, I think, and, and same thing with Division Two. I think that, you know, there's going to be some upsets there. I really think that, you know, teams like Westerly and, and, and St. Ray's are going to be, you know, doing a number on some of these teams that are moving down from Division One. But I re I'm really more interested in to see what happens with Division Three. And with all those state champs in one division, and and, and again, teams stepping up. You know, I, you know who you know who, who's going to be that you know Cinderella story for Division Three. You know, wh what team's going to be like? Oh wow, we're we're you know we're doing well. We just defeated this team. We just defeated that team. Like you know, that, to see how that plays out. You know, and kind of go from there. No, you're absolutely right. Pilgrim's ready. Pilgrim is always ready. Shout out to Coach Blake. Coach Blake will be on. After every game this season, along with Coach Pennington, um, Coach Fortin's going to be the representative from Ponagansett. He'll be on after every Pono game. So we're going to have a lot of high school football talk this year. And I think people are hungry for high school football talk, you, you know, because we bring you the raw, authentic stuff. Um, well, yeah, it's going to be great. Even Middletown, I'm curious to see – how Middletown is going to respond. Charaho with a new staff, new quarterback. Right. How are they going to react? Tolman, always tough line. But you know what? Does Tolman have a quarterback? Their quarter That was Tolman's problem last season. Their quarterback situation didn't really start get going until they got to around the eighth, um, around the end of the season. It's going to be a great, great season. Um, You know, and Coach Bebo. Interesting yeah. to see what he is going to do coming back to Division Two. I just talked about it when we had that 2019 season. I think the top four in Division Two finished six and one. 
Barville, Westerly, Wonsaka, EG. It was a battle. And Coach Eddie, which is listening right now, he can tell you it was a battle that season. I remember they got beat by Wesley. They didn't lose a game the rest of the season. I mean, salute to what Coach B-Ball does down in that end of the state. Absolutely. And, you know, I, and, you know I've, I've gotten to know him, know uh, Charlie over the years here. And, uh, you know, he's, he's doing good things up there. And, you know, again, that's one of them teams you cannot sleep on. I'll tell you that right now. Those, those kids up there work hard. Um, you know, Coach Bebo knows what he's doing. And, you know, they got to be one of them teams. I'm telling you, like, it's, it's going to be interesting. You know, like I said, I, it's going to be really interesting how things play out this year. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely – Definitely ready for it to to uh, get going. I know it's only <laughs> end of March, beginning of April here, but you know uh, I'm definitely looking forward to you know seeing how these how these teams play, um, see how they respond to all this adversity. Um, you know, you know adversity meaning all these different teams now coming into the division, and 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 really just you know what getting that shot. And again, you know a, a lot of these teams. If I was some of these teams that were you know the teams that are coming down. Um, you know, and the teams that have been there, like I said, they, they got targets on their back. I mean, I, I can't stress that enough. I really think that, you know, for example, you know, uh, uh, you know, and I'll use a team for Wesley for a minute because obviously, you know, I, I know Coach Dunbar. You know, I think he's going to be like, hey, listen, I'm, you know, I might play Portsmouth here. I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it my best shot right now. And honestly, I, I think their best shot is gonna be, you know, it's gonna be pretty damn good when it comes to. Um, you know, playing them, you know what I mean? And, and, and what's up, Eddie? Um, but, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, I, I, I'm really interested to see how those games, you know, pan out. You know, I, I, I really think there's going to be some surprises. Like, I really think that a lot of these teams moving down to Division One are going to get surprised, you know. And, again, I'm, I'm not talking about a blowout. I'm talking about a, you know, a, a fourth quarter back and forth, you know, you know, you know, battle of the trenches, you know, getting it done and, you know, the the, the team that got the last position is going to win the game type of game. You know, that's what I really think is going to happen with a lot of these games this year, Division Two and Division Three. So, but yeah, it's definitely going to be an exciting year for football. I mean, Emerson, you mentioned Westerly, you know, great, great staff over there. Um, you know, we have Coach Dunbar, which I think, I don't know if there's a better halftime adjuster in the game. Najee's doing a great job. With the line, Coach Danny Miranda, great quarterback coach, Ronnie Spazzato, everybody over there, the kids can relate to. And and them are the type of coaches that, that we really need. Plus, great quarterback, Zach T um a running back, Zach Tuck. So, yes, these Division two teams out of here are not going to back down. Mount Pleasant, what people don't know about Mount Pleasant, you know, Jay Addison sent like six kids to Division one in the last yep. two seasons. And I don't even know if he's, if he's still the interim coach or if he's the head coach. So he did all that as an interim coach. So salute to coach, um, to coach Jay Addison. No, I mean, if so, so for, for, for coach, you know, for coach Addison to do that in, in the environment of, of, of Mount Pleasant, I mean, that, that, that's, that's really good. And honestly, I've, I've had the pleasure of, um, of officiating one of their games in, one of the things I can definitely say is those those young men at Mount Pleasant are outstanding men. There was a situation, and I won't get into it here because it was a little bit of, of a racial situation with another team, and it didn't go sideways. The young man was like, Mr. Official, you heard what he said. Please deal with it, and he walked away. That could have went somewhere else quickly, 
Okay, and 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 it did, and 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 that's a credit to that coaching staff. And I know that Jay Addison was 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 a big part of that. So you know, for those young men to to hold their composure and 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 do what they need to do, and and, and then be successful off the field. Because honestly, as you know, as everyone else knows, that you know, being successful on the field is great, but being successful off the field in the classroom is really where it's at. You know, and honestly, for them to be getting these type of offers and them accepting them, you know, that that has a lot to do with, you know, the, the coaching there. So, you know, I, I give people credit when it's due. And I, I think I know, actually, that Jay Addison is one of those coaches that doesn't get enough credit for doing what he's doing in the environment that he's doing it. So, you know, great shout out to him. You know, continue success over there. And again, the success is not necessarily the wins and losses. It's getting these young men from, you know, this crazy state of Rhode Island to, the next level. I mean, that's really what this is all about. And he's doing a good job with that. Yeah, definitely. Salute to um, Coach Addison, everything. He's got gorgeous, gorgeous facility over there. So much history at that place. You know, that was the Patriots played there. I don't know if I think it was a game against the Broncos. Um, they used to have stadiums on both sides at one one point. Um, a beautiful, beautiful place, especially after the great job that um, – that the city of Providence did over there. Well, yeah. one more division to pretty much cover division four. Um, division four, they wanted it to stay at nine teams. And they kept saying this throughout the whole year. Oh, division four going to be at nine teams. We can't have more than four teams in division one. And it's the best thing since sliced bread to have four teams in division one. And that's when I look back 30 since 1932, you never had, you know, I think less than six teams in division one, but so to have four teams, um, in Division Four, North Providence, Juanita Sanchez, Central Falls, Blackstone Valley Co-op, Hope High School, EWG, Smithfield, Davies, Tiverton, and Situate. Them are the four teams, basically, and a few of them teams, Emerson, new coaching staff on uh, North Providence. You know, um, their offensive coordinator took over. Uh, EWG, nobody knows what's going on over there. Yeah, and Tiverton is also just had a new quarterback. Coach Sheridan just hired the youngest quarterback in the league, by the way. Uh, Coach Washington was for 26 hours until Coach Sheridan was hired. So <laughs> Washington does have that record, being the youngest coach this season for 26 hours. But now it is Coach Sheridan, the former line coach at Tiverton. And um, Coach Sheridan's welcome on the podcast this season as well. Absolutely. So, yeah, and, and and not not the I know everyone's been talking about Division One, Division through Division Three here, but uh, you know, Division Four. I mean, Division Four is kind of wide open. Um, you know, I'm 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 very interested to see how that pans out. I think that uh, you know, you know, with with Ponagansett now moving up, um, you know, other teams now have a really good opportunity to, you know, step in and really become a you know. You know, a, you know, a, a, a power in Division Four. Um, I, I now who that's going to be? Who the heck knows? Um, you know, it, it, it's going to be a toss-up. You know, I, I think that um, you know, hopefully, folks are you know doing what they need to do in the off season, which is key. Um, you know, hopefully, guys are you know doing what they need to do as far as you know becoming better coaches. And you know, during the off season, and, and I'm you know again, you know, Division Four is really going to be you know kind of a toss-up. Um, you know, I, I, I'd like to see, you know, I, I'd like to see what will happen here. I mean, 
you know, you know, obviously what, what, what happened at Exeter West Greenwich was was an unfortunate situation. And you know, I don't know what's going on there now, but, you know, there's got to be other teams. I believe Davies is in Division Four. Um, I know they were doing relatively well last year. Um, you know, they had some hiccups. I know injuries kind of prevented them from doing more. But, you know, it's going to be interesting to see who emerged as the top dogs there. I mean, again, you know, 19 division, you know, it, it, you know, it's kind of going to be up for grabs, I man. No, uh, you know, Situ has been talking to talk here, you know, um, interesting to see how they do, you know, when it, when it comes to that. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. But, you know, we'll, we'll wait and see how things pan out. And, you know, usually, you know, usually things get going about midseason. You know, you know, the, the, the real teams have to emerge then. You know who's you know who's going to be in the playoffs or not? So we'll uh, we'll just wait and see what happens in Division Four. Yeah, Division Four to me, you know, I like the situate quarterback. I was going to save this for last. I like the situate quarterback, the kid Wolfie. Um, and not only I like him, recruiters like him. They like what he's done. Um, quarterback coaches like him. You know, and they had some young kids last season. So I think if they can get a little organized, because you know. They were very un, unorganized at times last season. Um, so I think it, if Situate can figure a way to get organized, they bring in Coach Eddie Harrison. Um, and I think that's a huge addition to that program, bringing in Coach Eddie. Um, shout out to Coach Eddie Harrison. Um, you're familiar with, with Coach Harrison as well. I am. And honestly, I, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely glad to see that you know he, he has a caliber of coaching um, going to situate that's definitely going to help out. You know, again, you know, I've, I've, I've officiated some of the situate games, and you know, I know um, you know that the, the the transition from what they were used to to what Coach D'Souza is doing now is 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 definitely happening now. And I, I think uh, you know, it, you know, you know, progress takes a little bit of time, and and I, I think that you know, with, with Coach D'Souza building, you know, building the right staff around him. Um, things should be good. And again, you know, it's going to take time. It's going to take a great off season. Um, and say so I'm a big proponent of the off season training, but, uh, again, you know, we'll wait and see what happens in division four, but you know, that's definitely a great move for them getting Eddie over there. Um, he's a great guy. I know he's been working with the kids, um, doing his own program and now, you know, bringing that expertise to situates really going to help them out. Yeah. So we're definitely going to have to wait and see how situate does, you know, we'll, we'll see what size class they have coming in. You know, Tiverton, um, Tiverton was very young last season, um, all freshmen. I thought Tiverton would have hired outside the program um, after Coach Murray stepped down. Um, I think next to Coach Dino, he's the longest tenure coach. So uh, salute to him and Coach Dino. Um, but Tiverton comes in. So at least the coaching staff is going to be somewhat familiar with, with the kids. So, But it might take them a year or two. Smithfield. They won three good three games last year. I mean, they beat Situate, they beat Hope, and they beat Tiverton. So you go three and zero. COVID happens. You hold on to that number two. So they, I gotta wait oh, until they stop playing again. EWGA, forget about it. Um, I wish them a whole bunch of luck, but from what I hear over there, I don't even know if they hired a head coach yet. Um, I don't know. But I heard, you know, yeah, whatever. Um, Central Falls, Blackstone Valley, and that, and that ain't nothing against EWG. It's just I think no, they, I mean, have, they have a lot to um, 
yeah, there's a lot going on there. And, you know, I think once the dust settles, I mean, they figure out what they're going to do and then, you know, we'll go from there. But, I mean, not too many people know. And, you know, so everything's up in the air after what happened. So we'll wait and see what happens. And now they got a parent committee, I guess, that's going to do the evaluations of the coaches. And, hey, <laughs> that could take weeks. Um, I, I don't know if I really agree with that. I don't, I don't think any parent should be sitting there, um, you know, evaluating coaches um I, I think that's something the administration should do i don't i'll be honest with you i don't really think that's the, the the right move to be honest um you don't know what type of bias these parents have and again you know i know they're trying to do things down there and that's fine but i wouldn't really recommend bringing parents into that picture because again you know oh they didn't play my son so uh, i'm gonna give him a bad grade like that's that's not how it works no 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 um you're absolutely right i don't know if parents should should be good. Oh, and I actually, you, you know what? Coach Pennington reminded me of something, and I wanted to bring this up earlier. I missed them when we was in Division Three, North Smithfield. I rallied for before we go back to these. You know what? Let me finish the Division Four, and then I'll go over North Smithfield fast because I don't want to leave them out. Oh, Juanita Sanchez, uh, Central Falls. You know they pretty much struggled last year. Another community that struggles with kids. So if you're in a Central Falls area, go play some football. Um. Drag, drag your buddy to go play football. Um, right. <laughs> um, so we'll have to see what Coach Jeff does up there. Um, Juanita Sanchez, you know, they looked pretty good last season. I, I can't even front. They looked right. pretty good last season. And then you have North Providence, new coaching staff. So um, Division Four, it is wide, wide open with a couple different um, – Coaching staffs, and it's going to be snaked into two divisions this season. So, um, yep. you agree with any of that? Yeah, no, I, I think that uh, I think you're spot on with that, Mike. And before I will let you go, because I know you you're probably almost um, I want to talk a little bit about North Smithfield, um, because I really rallied for them to get out of Division Three. I think you know they're up. You know they really don't for a co-op team, Mount St. Charles. I would I would challenge Mount St. Charles to do more to promote their football program, and you would think that they would use that to their advantage. So I challenge Mount St. Charles to really get out there and start recruiting. <laughs> so I, I I agree a thousand percent. I mean I mean first of all I mean the the, the you know from you know things I've been hearing about that how you know folks are struggling up there. Um, first of all, they got a great coach up there, um, and you know that th this is not a reflection of him. I think that needs to be said first before I say anything else. Oh, um, you have a coach that's doing the absolute best he can, in the, given his situation, and you know he's doing what he can. And honestly, you know he he needs help. I mean, let's let's be honest here. He needs help. Okay, I I think with a co-op and with a school with you know the the caliber of Mount St. Charles. I think they could do a little bit more to help them out. I mean, just, just saying, you know, I, I think, uh, yes, they're a traditional hockey power, and that's fine, okay? But I'm pretty sure they got some athletes in that school that that, that should be, that could, that could definitely help them out and then some. You know, I, I think that I think that Mount St. Charles could definitely do a better job at, at, at helping that situation out. And, you know, I, I think maybe if Coach could reach out to them with the co-op or whatever, that'd be great. But ultimately, um no, I, I think I agree with you. I think Mount St. Charles could definitely do more to help out the, the program. And yes, I definitely agree. No question about it that North Smithfield should be in Division Four. Yep, 
definitely i agree with you 100 percent um i hopefully soon people i could bring you guys some schedules i actually have a few of them um not everything's in stone but i'm gonna wait a little while before we go into that but emerson man um it's always great shout out to coach pennington uh coach naji barrows coach eddie um everybody that came into the comment section today um coach wesley pennington and again go pick up coach penn's new book you can go to rally point men's ministry i screwed that up when i first started uh rallypointmensministry.org through the smoker um shout out to coach pennington pastor pennington and everybody for being able to raise the money to bring a hundred books to the men at the aci because some of them guys are still boys and they really have a a, a chance to really you know get out of there whether they're they're doing short time um so them books are gonna do some and if them books help one inmate out get out and turn their life around then definitely did their job but um definitely get that book um any last words em Oh, just uh, heading home now. Again, Mike, appreciate what you do. And uh, you know, I will see you the next time. Oh, everybody, don't forget, tune in tomorrow. It's the Rebellion Tuesday. Eric Rube is going to break down the He's going to explain this alignment for us. So I told you it'd be a few days after I did it, you know. So, you know, <laughs> the Rebellion is called. He said it's the Rebellion rebellion so i said you can't get the rebellion without putting the rebello in it you know what I'm <laughs> at least he recognizes who daddy is you know what I'm saying? <laughs> shout out to my son eric doing his thing over there but that's gonna be tomorrow on so everybody we're gonna check that out actually i might even yeah, we might even join him tomorrow um yeah, give, give, him, give him a visit you gonna give him a visit well, I'm interested to hear what he has to say because um, based on the formula, you go back, they're, they're saying this is based on what you did six years ago. So based on the formula example, I think I was explaining that that Tolman was like 0 and 11. Right. So that's why they, they go to three. Um, and there's a couple other mathematical things. 3% this, you carry the I. I think we got to get the guy from Goodwill. Hunting the guy. Um, <laughs> That broke the blackjack thing um because that's right. what it takes to figure that formula out um it really <laughs> is squat. um and anyone that wants to see it i'll actually have it up there but they just give you the ingredients the um they don't give you the recipe so no matter i right. just eric makes that formula make sense because it don't make sense to me the rankings don't match the formula the formula don't match the rankings um because no way right. you should have classical and Mount Hope next to each other. But that's another story for another day. Emerson's wife's probably like, come on, get in here. So, um, <laughs> Emerson, thank you, man. I really appreciate it. Much love. 401 Strength and Fitness. How do they reach you? He's on the 400 block of Warwick Avenue. So check Emerson out over there. 400 Warwick Avenue, number seven to nine. So come in, you know, say that I'm, I'm getting more and more athletes here, um, you know, getting them ready for their the, the, the upcoming season. So definitely getting a lot of football players in. Uh, thank God for that. 
um, you know, getting them and getting them better. So um, come, come, come visit me. Um, Want to get better, uh, get, in shape, get that strength right and get going. So um, but again, Mike, I got to get going. Appreciate you. And I'll talk to you soon. All right. And thank you. Appreciate it. But, but that was Emerson right. Kilgore. And don't forget to everybody's welcome to the 16th Ted Hill Memorial Day cookout. This thing's up Lincoln Woods. It is huge. Um, what started off with five or six friends in the backyard of a Providence home um, had a broken hibachi grill. And they basically do this, you know, to to remember the people that, that had passed away throughout the years. Good, good family event, free popcorn, free cotton candy for the kids. And if you go to the Fed Hill Cookout page on um, Instagram, I believe it is. Got it here. If you go to the Fed Hill Cookout, you could actually sign up to win a limousine ride to and from the Fed Hill Cookout, courtesy of Potty Rock Limousine and DJ Services. So definitely check that out. It's going to be free. There's never been an argument there. So, people, you don't have to worry about no problems. Free hot dogs, hamburgers. It's like going to the beach. The way they said it's Rhode Island's Woodstock. You have to experience it, really. Um, Low Life's are going to be there. The Rough Riders come down. Shout out Block Royal, Fed Hill. Um, and check out some of Fed Hill's music over on YouTube. Uh, this is a friendly, friendly atmosphere. Uh, so check that out. And tomorrow, you already know my guy Wayne the Voice, Matthew Sampson the Bad Guy, going to be in the house. Voice Sports. You already know. You never know what's going to happen. 22 states. Look. Our show is being pushed in 22 states now. So what started off as a podcast, man, what started me off doing, you know, doing the audio one, which I still upload on the audio. Um, this is where we are now. So I want to thank all everybody in the audience, man. I want to thank Coach Pennington being a great, great friend of the show. I want to thank Wayne, the voice Matthews for helping me along the way. He's been an excellent um mentor a great motivator whenever i have an issue i can call wayne down in maryland and no matter what time it is wayne would get on the phone talk to me um big shout outs to fans only sports ronnie roberts you know helped us out in the last year helped us figure the way to go video um thank you everybody thank you to coach emerson kilgore really really did a lot Every time I need something, if I need Emerson to come on the show, genuine, genuine, great, great, great guy. But, um, yeah, definitely check it out tomorrow. Can we keep it real? Sports is it. Edition presents Voice Sports, Wayne the Voice Matthews, the Voice Reporter Show. Um, I wanted to show this to Emerson earlier. This was the survey that, that, um, my other son, Joshua, was saying that everybody voted on. And basically, the survey just said, you really couldn't go up. You want to go up. You want to go down. You want to stay where you are. Um, and definitely go check out Coach Washington's interview. Um, big congratulations to Coach Wesley Pennington. Definitely everybody say congratulations to Coach Pennington because the state police probably needs all the help that they can get. I mean, salute to Coach Pennington. But just, you know, 
they take these guys off the streets and now the justice department has to do their job definitely hashtag justice for matthew and olivia um that should never happen but all right i guess everybody that's about it big shout out to champion drive listen you're in the maryland area your number one source for charter bus transportation i always gotta thank the people that make this possible big big shot out to showtime athletics voice sports rocky top sports world you already know and a big shout out here's something we really have to stop doing we really have to start listening to the youth but is anybody surprised to hear that stat i had on bishop hendrickson 116 games and like 35 since 19 95 and then LaSalle was like 100 games, 100 wins, and 21 losses since 1995. And this is what teams are going up against. So, and the Interscholastic League don't look like they're going to do anything to fix it. But, um, yeah, that's about it. Thank you, Emerson Kilgore. Really appreciate it, man. Go check out Fed Hills Music. Um, we're actually going to play a little clip. Congratulations to Coach Stanley Dunbar. I think he's going to be on the show tomorrow night. I wonder if he's going to have his trophy with him. But they went up to Washington, D.C., and they ended up winning the the Washington, D.C. High School Pylon 7v7 Championship Trophy for the seniors. And the 15U, I believe it was. They was like very, very close to winning, bringing two championships home. So, salute to Coach Washington. Um, I think that's about it, peeps. Um, let me see. What you're doing? I'm always following you, man. I know you out in Westerly, so we, we kind of stay close. So, I'm seeing everything you're doing. I'm seeing the voice sports stuff and how they're kind of reaching uh, really the nation. They, they're doing stuff all over the country. So, um, if yeah. there's anybody voice sports that wants to tap into what uh, to this market in Rhode Island and New England, trying to expand a little bit, you know, definitely hit me up and you can get my info from Mikey. Let me hear and do my 